Today on Secrets to Scaling, I talked with Sabrina from The Over Company. We talked about the importance of having a business partner that complements you and building a world-class team around you. You guys are going to learn a lot from this episode. Do you feel frustrated trying to scale your business online? Do you wish that there was an easier way? Imagine if you had a proven roadmap to take your online marketing from costing you to making you money. That's why we've created the Profitable E-Commerce Blueprint. We walk you through the same process that we use to run marketing campaigns online at scale for our clients. This blueprint isn't for brand new businesses without market proof. It isn't for businesses without long-term goals. This is for businesses who want to scale up their paid advertising and need a roadmap to profitability. If you want to save yourself the time, the money, and the energy, and learn from people who have already done it, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash blueprint and sign up today. Now for today's episode. Okay, and we're live here. Sabrina, very nice to meet you. Hey. Uh, I have, <laughs> nice to meet you too. Yeah, I have Sabrina from The Over Company uh, on with us today, and uh, I'm super looking forward uh, to uh, what we're going to talk about today. Um, Me so too. Let's, yeah, so let's, let's just get started. For those people who don't know anything about The Over Company, um, to, just to give us the kind of the 30-second pitch. Okay, so the over company is a mama and babe essentials um, line that we started with the overcover back in 2015 and have just expanded our brand since then and are loved by um, our customers from all over the world. Cool. Awesome. Um, I, let, let's kind of get started. How, how did you guys get started um, with all of this? You gave me a little bit of a backstory before and I'd love uh, our listeners to hear about it. Yeah, sure. So... Um, the Over Company started back in 2015 when I um, had our second child who was born at 32 weeks. Um, we had a long stay in the NICU here in London, Ontario. And um, when our baby was released from the hospital, we just found that we had a need with her to protect her while she was in her car seat when we were going from car to home or just out and about in the public when we had a two pound or a two month old baby that was just five pounds. Um, strangers want to touch her and really she hadn't been exposed to anything being in the hospital for so long. Um, so I just was a very concerned mom. Um, so I got on my sewing machine and created an overcover, a cover for her car seat that I then started um, just giving as gifts to my friends because I found it super useful for myself, uh, mom of two. And I uh, started giving them as baby shower gifts. And then friends at baby showers started to ask me to make it for them. Friends of friends started to ask me to make it. So um, really, my husband was the one that um, motivated me and encouraged me. Maybe this can become a little business um, so I could stay home with my two kids. So I got sewing, actually, with my grandmother um, back in 2015, early 2015. And my husband, who is... Um, the brains of the operation. He uh, built me a website. I designed a logo, ordered me some labels, and I created my initial stock of 300 overcovers, um, oh. which I felt was a pretty good stock to okay. launch yeah, our yeah. website. Yeah, we launched our website um, and really just blasted social media, and the orders started pouring in. Um, when they talk about like an overnight success, I truly feel like we've experienced that ourselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was really encouraging at the beginning, really humbling, just 
thinking that strangers were buying, you know, my products that I had made and designed. I remember um, one of the first days, like making $90 in the first day and I cried. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even believe it. I could not even believe that people were like, like wanting my product. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. So um, actually within four days, we completely sold out of our stock that I out had of created. 300. By- 300 that it took me really months with my grandmother um, to sew that. So I hired a seamstress two weeks after we launched our website. Um, And really the brand has just continued to grow from there. Yeah. It's, it's super, (laughs) super interesting. I I don't often talk about this on, on the podcast, but I was letting you know before my wife and I own little and lively. And the story is really, really similar to that. Um, starting yeah, out with, so cool. with seamstresses and um, and kind of growing from there. Um, so, at what point, like, was it right away that you knew that you guys, like, that this was actually going to be able to scale and this was going to be more than just a, a kind of a small at home sort of thing? It honestly, um, my husband and I, we had the mindset right from the beginning um, that we wanted to do things right. And we wanted to appear like a bigger company right from the beginning. We didn't want it to be like a small mom shop just sewing during nap time. So that's the reason actually why we waited until we had like a significant stock to even launch our website. Um, We wanted the orders to be able to be shipped out right away for customers to get excited, order, get it to their door two days later, you know, within two days, start using it, talking about it. Um, talking about fast shipping and fast delivery and the quality of our products. So I think for us, um, both my husband and I, we just wanted to do things um, on a bigger scale right at the beginning, even though we weren't big. It was, you know, me and uh, at my dining room table. But I think the appearance seemed a little bit bigger um, right from the beginning, which made our company, I think, more credible. Interesting. Uh, in a conversation that I had yesterday with another brand, um, and this one would have already gone live um, once yours goes live um, with Lalo, uh, he said some very similar things. Um, it, it's kind of the like fake it till you make it yeah. sort of idea, but but I, I prefer to call it just building trust, right? Like you're yeah, building absolutely. trust because people don't necessarily trust a brand that, you know, people are just sewing at home. I mean, some people do, yeah. like they, they, I, and I think that's kind of where we all start. But, uh, yeah. but building that trust, I think, is, is super important. That's, that's super cool uh, to hear. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's not even about, like, faking it till you make it. I don't think we're faking anything because we had confidence in ourselves. We had confidence in the product that was already tested and loved, you know, prior to launching the website. Um, so I think it's just portraying that confidence and just doing things um, really well. We didn't want to put something out that was kind of, you know, half-assed. We just wanted to do it right, right from the beginning. And I think that that was very significant to our success. Mm -hmm. That's yeah, that's great. Um, What's the biggest challenge that you guys have faced so far? Oh gosh, there's been so many challenges. Um, What's the the one that was like, that's it. The over company's done. (laughs) You know what? We've never, ever given up on the over company. I don't think those words have ever come out of our mouth. Like we're done. We're not doing this anymore because, um, I feel like we're, you know, just celebrated four years of business and with myself and my husband as the head of the company, Tim and I are completely opposite. 
So if he's feeling down about stuff, I'm positive about it. And if I'm feeling down about it, he's positive. So I feel like that balance has really helped us um, keep going in the business. And if we didn't have our two personalities to balance, um, you know, the lead of the company, I I don't think it would still be going because it's hard, hard running a business. It's hard. um, It's hard scaling. You know, the more money you make in revenue, the more money it costs to run your business. It's not like you are making X amount of dollars. Now you're set. No, we're still growing. Like even to this day, we're still like putting so much money back into the business so that we can grow and that we will have like a bigger payoff later, but it's going to be like a lot later. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I, I saw you guys have 17 employees. Is that right? Um, so we have actually seven in office and then we have seven sewing here in London. And then we have like a lot of subcontracted out, um, for like digital marketing and stuff like that. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, so 14 employees, I guess. And then we have like lots of subcontractors. Okay. Wow. Wow. That's a, that's a big team in four years to grow to that size of a team. That's a big team. Yeah. And really, um, a year ago just over a year ago, it was just three of us. So three of us plus two seamstresses. So there's five and now there's 14 in a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's scaling. Uh, so this, this yeah. is a mark, this is a marketing podcast here. Um, so yeah. let's, let's talk marketing a little bit. What's the, man, best? that gets me excited. I it love does? marketing. Okay, good, <laughs> yeah. good. That's, that's my excitement here. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, so let's start with just in general. Um, what's one of the best marketing campaigns you've seen? Um, so we actually just started, um, using digital marketing, like outsourcing their digital marketing, um, this past summer. And we have seen a huge return that we never even knew was possible, um, through our social campaigns. So social performs the best for us. We're a very visual business and we put a lot into, um, our product photo shoots and our, um, just the way our products are branded and that has helped our company a lot is really putting money into photography um, okay. so that we have beautiful photos, which then draw in um, our crowd. We know our clients, we know who our customer base is and we can really appeal to them through photos. Yeah. Gotcha. And are we talking like paid social or is this all organic or a a mix of both? Um, So our social was actually all organic up until this past summer. Then we started doing paid ads Um, and our like ROAs on like ad spend is like 400% on um, social. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Amazing. That's great. Uh, Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. for, for people out there, we, we talk about this on the episodes that we do, um, you know, without guests. And we, we kind of talk about benchmark return on ad spend. Um, yeah. At really anything for, for the makers out there, anything above two and you're doing better than your wholesale, right? Because yeah. generally with wholesale, you have to cut down. And sorry, do you guys do, you guys do wholesale? Or are you in stores across, across Canada? We are in about 175 retailers across the country. Wow. Wow. And is that something mm. that you guys manage on your own or do you work with another company mm-hmm. for that? We manage that in-house. Um, so I have actually a dedicated um, representative that deals with all of our retail partners here um, in our office. 
Wow. Wow. I feel like this is like, <laughs> this is, this is going to be inspiring for people. Like it's super cool. My, cool. <laughs> my favorite part about doing the podcast is just getting to meet um, other people across the country and, and across North America who are doing like amazing things and figuring it out, you know, like that's yeah. what it sounds like you guys are doing. Um, so let's, uh, I'm going to ask you kind of a bit more of a difficult question here. Um, if you could go back to when you first started, what would you do differently? Hmm. Um, I think invest in photography right from the beginning because our photos at the beginning that we lodged with were terrible. And if our photos were better, I know that we would even be like far beyond where we were in the beginning. Yeah. And it wouldn't have taken, you know, maybe we're at, we're at four years now and we would be here at three years. Honestly, if we invested in like good photography right at the beginning. Mm. Uh, I feel like I'm jumping in a lot cause I feel like this is just a fun conversation, but like we <laughs> preach this, uh, to our clients, to, to, to everybody, um, that the biggest determinant is your creative, right? The biggest yeah. determinant of your success is creative because people aren't going yeah, to absolutely. click on those, on those ads or even if it's organic posts, they're not going to click. They're not going to be interested if it's like an ugly photo. We'll get right back to the episode. But first, do you feel frustrated trying to scale your business online? Do you wish that there was an easier way? Imagine if you had a proven roadmap to take your online marketing from costing you to making you money. That's why we've created the Profitable E-Commerce Blueprint. You can find out more at mindfulmarketing.co slash blueprint. Now, back to today's episode. Mm -hmm. um, I, I feel like that's great advice. That's what I want to like title this episode. Cool. <laughs> Get good photography. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, for real. And I'm not a photographer. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so do you hire that out then? Is that something or is that um, something you guys so have in-house? Yeah, actually, up until last week, we uh, had been working with two photographers since the beginning, not the beginning, because we had really bad photos at first. But um, since we started using photographers, we have been working with two. And actually, one of them we just hired on full time. So she just started last really? Wednesday, and it's super exciting. So she's uh, full time now in house. She does graphic design and photography. Awesome. Awesome. Well, it sounds like you're kind of like, you know, putting your money where your mouth is. So <laughs> yeah. as far as photography so I'm honestly, like, I was super excited about her joining the team, like officially, you know, we've been working alongside her for the last two years. Um, and it's a really great addition to the team and really good for the um, direction we're heading. Cool. Cool. That's awesome. Um, okay. Let's talk a little bit more about uh, the internet here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's, what's the biggest role that the internet's played for you guys in, in, oh my gosh. Yeah. So, um, social has been a massive, um, has played a massive role in the success of our brand. Um, I mean, the way that our customers are able to share about our products and, yeah. um, share photos again, that's, you know, um, just showing like real people using our stuff, not just even the, um, you know, the models that we bring in here, which are, by the way, our customers. We always just use customers as oh, our awesome. models. Awesome. Great. Which we love doing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, social media has played a huge part in growing our brand. And as our social media grows, our, you know, our gross revenue grows in return and we see um, the click throughs from social and, um, yeah, it's huge. Okay. 
Um, what, now, what have you done on, on the flip side? What have you done to combat the, um, the reach or the, the lack of reach on Instagram these days? <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing is like, you can't put a hundred percent into something that you don't have control of. And that is something that our team has really been working on um, retaining our customer base and okay. grabbing emails and um, doing email campaigns and stuff like that. We've been working on a lot more the last like six months than we ever had before, cool. just because we don't have control of the platform. And we realize that obviously when, you know, things change on the Instagram level, when we started, our reach was great. Um, everyone would see our stuff, you know, you post in the morning and at night and everybody scrolling would see. Um, and now we realize it, there's so many determining factors of who's going to even see our content. Yeah. So we've been really, um, working hard on, um, adding to our email, email, um, list and grabbing those email addresses and, um, just also even working on like our engagement through our social, cause we know that that has a huge role in, um, you know, reach. Cool. Can you expand on that? Like, yeah. So, um, we do like model calls actually just yesterday. I did a model call for, um, a photo shoot that we're going to have this Thursday and Friday in house. And, um, that model call, like though I did a few stories and I did a post as well. And there was like those posts or those stories would reach 10 times more than our, our regular like organic posts or stories yeah. um, are shared much more, which then in turn leads people back to our page. So we'll be um, intentional in our model calls that maybe they'll be right before a sale that we're going to host. So then we know that um, those people will, will see our posts about our sale. Yes. Um, you know, so we're very intentional in the timing of our um, call outs or the timing of our sales, then they're right around like a launch time, or we'll do a giveaway that is right before like a big product launch. Awesome. Stuff like I was that. just so going to ask about that, that. Yeah. So that does definitely um, help with engagement. I mean, we don't have a dedicated social media person that can sit on you know, their phone all day and just like everybody's and comment on everybody's photos. We don't have that. And that's not realistic for the point that we're at right now. So we do try to combat like, you know, the Instagram algorithms um, by just being intentional with what we post when. Totally. And the, the algorithm's all about engagement, right? So yeah. the more that you can engage, the more of that, uh, you know, the more you're actually going to be able to get your brand message out there. And, and I think yeah, exactly. it sounds like you're creating an engageable brand too, right? Yeah. So that's, yeah, exactly. That's great. Um, Even by using like our, our customer base for our photos, then those customers are excited to share it with their friends and their friends and their sisters share it on their page. So it's not even um, like models that we use, just stock models. It's um, our customers and I, and we're just, yeah, we just try to be intentional with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, that's great. Um, so one of the questions I like to ask everyone, because this is called secrets to scaling. Um, what is your secret to scaling? Um, I think the biggest part, and I kind of touched on that before is finding a business partner that will really balance you out. I definitely like 100% know that we wouldn't be here if it was just me. Mm. Um, 
And we also wouldn't be here if it was just my husband building the brand. So us together, we've gotten to this place because we both balance each other out and have been able to encourage and uplift each other in times that are hard because um, there are a lot of hard times when growing a business. Even during success, it's hard um, and it's lonely. So I think finding someone that can um, just be there and help you during that time um, is super important. And that definitely led to the success of our brand is my husband and I both together doing this. Um, also, um, being confident in what you're creating and doing whatever you're doing really well. So like we started with one product, the overcover, we did the overcover really, really, really well. And we didn't even launch another product until we knew that like we were confident in what, where we had gotten the yeah, over. Yeah. So we were, um, we were confident in that we were really successful with our original product and then we can, um, add in other products because we've built already a loyal customer following and we've been um, very intentional in our branding. Our branding is very obvious. So then when our customers want our brand and we launch another product, they're in, they're hooked. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's great. Yeah. So I, I think that. Cool. Cool. <laughs> great secret. <laughs> I'm going to I warning. I'm going to tell everyone. <laughs> yeah, I know it's not a secret anymore. So <laughs> I guess, oh, well, and that's the thing is like, you know, you could learn everything that there is to know on the internet, but unless you implement it and unless you take the risks and go for it, you're just you're just going to remain just a, a base of knowledge, and that's it, right? So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that seems like you guys have done it. So um, we're gonna move on to our lightning round here. All right. So I didn't, I might not have told you about this before. And, uh, but uh, these are the tough questions. So before those were just softballs, these are the tough ones. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. What Throw is, it at me. <laughs> okay. Number one, what is your favorite app or tool? Um, okay. So my favorite app is Later, which is my social planner. So it helps me plan my social posts, keeps us all organized, everybody on the that's contributing content all organized on the same page and so it's called later later okay awesome great uh it uh there was there was a little a little cutting out during that there so hopefully uh oh sorry hopefully, no no I, th I, th I think it might be on our side here i'll just assume it's on our side <laughs> okay. Uh, okay okay later awesome um big fan of later uh, I want to know what's your favorite book? Um, who has time to read when you're growing a business for real? <laughs> well, wow, sounds like a really, sounds like a really great title. <laughs> uh, you know what? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's, that's totally fine. I, for, no, for, those... for real. So I don't, I don't have time to read. Okay. For real. I don't okay. have time to read. Yeah. Um, I love listening to podcasts and I love listening to entrepreneur podcasts especially while I'm driving because I feel like I can kill two birds with one stone and that like makes me so happy and excited um Rachel Hollis's Rise podcast is my ultimate favorite I listen to it every single week Ra um, Rachel Hollis yeah okay the Rise cool. podcast so good so yeah I don't read because I yeah if I read it's like a magazine that will just like you know yeah like take your mind off everything <laughs> yeah yeah you know what? Podcasts are like, it's the new way to like, like think about all of the stuff that people who are listening to this will have learned 
from just listening to an interview with you, right? And getting, right. It's, it's free consulting, right? If pe people can pay yeah. $1,000 an hour to a consultant, or you can just listen to podcasts from people that you trust. <laughs> exactly. And so that's, that's honestly, I just got into podcasts like this past summer and I am hooked. Awesome. Uh, and is there a founder that you look up to? Um, a founder. I actually really look up to um, Minimock. I have admired their brand right from when we started four years ago um, and have really um, like followed their success and really look up to what they've, what they've done with their brand. And I'm like so proud of where yeah. they've come. That's amazing. I don't know if you know, they're like our best friends. So <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, I didn't know that you guys are best friends, but I know that you're like, you're both in Abbotsford. So. Yeah. We'll, uh, I'll make sure to pass this on to them. I'll, I'll, I'll send it uh, a video just of this. That's uh, yeah, exactly. Me uh, fangirling mini mock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so great. I, I actually, I'm going to, I'm going to let them know right away, right after this interview. Yeah. They're awesome. So yeah, yeah we have all their products and um, yeah. They like both my husband and I look up to them and love that they're a couple doing business together. And um, yeah, they're amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. That's so great. Um, where can people find out more about you? Um, so people can find out more about our brand um, on our website. So theover.co um, and on Instagram, the over company and the behind the scenes at our office at behind the over.co. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a look at that after. Cool. I think, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> uh, well, it was so nice to have you uh, on the podcast. I really, really appreciated hearing from you. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just great to meet yeah, you. Yeah, it was nice to meet you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Secrets to Scaling Online. If you're loving what you're hearing, subscribe to our podcast and share this with a friend. No, seriously, share it with a friend. No, if you don't, I'm going to find you and... I'm going to make you profitable. Got it? No, seriously. 